Thank you for joining us on our Family First Life Tri-State Serve the People podcast. We appreciate you tuning in, spending your time to develop and grow with us. Follow us, please, on all our social media platforms at Family First Life Tri-State or FFL Tri-State. We love you. Keep listening. And I hope this information is serving you across the country. All right, everybody. Thank you for jumping on with us for our Tri-State Trends podcast. I got my man Antonio Valencia cold crushing it out of a small town, a corner, northwest corner of Indiana, close to Munster, which I never would have heard of, Antonio, if it wasn't for FFL 320. Um, So um, it's an honor to have you on. But, you know, you're out there helping families every single week, every single month, knocking down, you know, somewhere between 30 and 40 families a month and now looking to build a team. Before we get into any of that, um, how's it going, my man? How are you doing, bro? Um, doing great. Doing great, Mark. Um, to be honest with you, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm real tired. But, you know, if you're not tired, you're not working. I love so, it. So it's a good thing. No, I've definitely had my fair share of those days. Um, and I totally get that, you know. Um, but you're right. You know, when you're doing our kind of work, um, it's uh, – I, I love the way Joe Basso put it. He goes, you know, this is much more of an investment of time than money, you know. You know, we a lot of people look at it as a money investment, but at the time you need to invest, you know, and it's a lot of emotional time. So it's a, it's an investment, but it pays off quickly if you stay in if you stay in it. Make sense? Absolutely. Time buys time. And you're living proof of that, man. You know, um, how long have you been with us? Uh, tomorrow's going to be eight months full time uh, since I quit my job. I was a commercial property manager before doing this. So completely out of left field, you know, not, know nothing about insurance. No doubt. I love it. Um, that's crazy, man. I mean, we literally, you know, hire from all walks of life. You know, were you doing any form of sales prior? No, nothing. I wasn't even dealing with people on a daily basis, Mark. Um, it was one of those things where I was kind of the bully, um, you know, making sure that contractors were doing the right thing. So I didn't even really be nice to people, uh, let alone convince them, you know, one way or the other. Right. So, uh, yeah, completely different situation for me. How did you find this opportunity? Yeah, good question. So I served with a gentleman by the name of Daniel um, in the Marine Corps uh, during my time, you know, from 07 to 11. service. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, and, you know, honestly, beginning of the year, January, December, um, that time frame, he calls me up. He says, hey, listen, man, I got a thing that we can do to change our lives. I didn't ask him what it was. I didn't ask him what I had to do. He said, hey, send me the link. I'm in, you know, whatever it is. Um, you know, when you serve with somebody that close, you know, word is bond. Right. So yeah. he said he had something. I signed up. I took my exam two days later. Um you know, because I just move real fast, if I'm being honest with you, Mark. Um, I spelled my last name wrong. <laughs> um, you know, just because I move so fast, you know, most agents take you know, a week, two weeks to get licensed. Not, nah, I'm getting licensed in two days. Let's make it happen. Right. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, basically, I just, I proved the concept to myself. Um, you know, understood that the effort equals the income. Right. And I've got a ton of effort to put in. Right. So I was tired of my old job. Uh, no matter how hard you worked, no matter how good you were or proficient, you're still hourly. Right. It doesn't change anything. And at the end of the year, 
corporate still talking about, well, we can only do 3% this or 3% that your growth is limited by factors that you can't control, right? Here it's not. So I'm pouring my soul in. I love it, man. That's so strong. And you know, how, what was, are you doing in-home or teller right now? Uh, I'm strictly telesales over the phone. All right. Talk to us. Was that from day one? No. So I definitely started off doing in-homes. Um, I was driving three hours one way at a minimum uh, in the morning, driving down to Indianapolis, running appointments, driving three hours home that night, mm. you know, so I could be with my wife, getting up, doing it again. Um, every once in a while, I would do a four-hour trip one way to Detroit, spend a weekend, and then drive home from that. Um, but we're actually going through IVF right now, Mark. Um, you know, we're working on starting our family. Nice. And as part of that process, I just need to be home and present for my wife, um, you know, making sure that she has the support she needs. So I told her, I said, listen, it's going to be rough and it's going to be bumpy, um, but I'm going to do this from home. We're going to make it work. So it was just a mindset shift. And what did you, what, what was the quote unquote rough and bumpy part? Might not even been that, but what, what was the transition like? Um, so the transition for, for us on, on our team, um, you know, working under, you know, 320 and, and Inception and all those guys. Um, when I first transitioned over to telesales, um, we weren't really doing live dials. We weren't really doing a lot of telesales. A lot of it was in-home focused, right? Because for a lot of years, that was, you know, the industry, right? Going out, hitting the homes, door knocking, right? Face-to-face, um, so, you know, some of those, you know, wrinkles, I guess you could say, right. I was ironing them out, <laughs> right? I mean, you paved the way in the in-homes, you know, now we got virtual, right? Who knows what comes next? Right. So learning it in, the, do you think it was an easier transition because you weren't home? Absolutely. A hundred percent. The conversation's not any different, Mark. Um, you just have to, you have to have the experience to, to be on your P's and Q's, right? Because when you mess up in a home, Right. It's the same thing as, uh, you know, the Internet these days. Right. You got keyboard warriors. Right. It, it, the same thing applies to the phone. Right? There's going to be people. Who, there's going to be those people who pick you apart. Right. On the phones. Right. But when you're face to face, you know, people are going to treat you with a little bit more respect. Right. So it's easier to run that conversation, gain the experience, then take that and, and apply it, you know, just to a phone call. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And now you're out there. Let me ask you a question. You have, <clears throat> are you booking appointments over the phone or are you doing a call to close? Um, so I'm just booking appointments. Got it. Right. Um, every day is a dial day for me. Right. So I woke up, you know, a lot of people said, hey, listen, it's Thursday. It's dial day. Mm-hmm. You know, I've already got seven appointments on the books for today. Right. Because I'm virtual. Um, so every day is a dial day. Every day is a run day. Um, it's honestly virtual is ruthless, Mark, Mm because if somebody no shows me, I'm sending two, three, four more appointments. There's no, there's no drive breaks. There's no, uh, none of that kind of stuff. Right. You just have the ability to work. Right. (laughs) That's what I love about it. You know? (laughs) So what is your ratio for, um, appointments set? two shows let's start there so right now um i'm at about 50 percent. okay right so i'm you know i'm trying to book 
as close to 60 a week as I can get. <laughs> right. Book 60, you sit 30, I've got you sit 30, let's you know, let's say you help half of them. Right. Um, you know, you're doing good. So 50, 50, 50 on the yeah. shelf, 50 on the, on the clothes. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's, that's kind of where you want to be. How many, right. Books? It's, it's the same ratios. If you're running in homes, you're just, you're stacking the deck in your favor. Yes, right. I don't have to be the best if I run the most. Facts. How many days a week are you are you on the phones? Are you are you presenting? Six days a week I'm presenting. Ten appointments a day. Um yeah, I try to hit I try to hit ten. Um so I start at seven AM. Mm-hmm. The first hour of my day is always dials because I predominantly dial the East Coast. Yeah. Right. So I, I call it the golden hour between eight AM and nine AM. People are getting up, getting ready for work. Um, so I'm always dialing at that point, making sure I've got some appointments for the next day. And then I'm trying to set, you know, typically 12 appointments per day. Mm. 12. So essentially nope. 72 appointments. If you, if you, I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot of torque. You're not really setting 72 appointments, but as close to it as you can. Is that what I'm hearing? Absolutely. Absolutely. My, uh, my mornings don't fill up quite as quick. Okay. Right. I think a lot of people, you know, they're, they're going to work, they're getting ready, that kind of stuff. Okay. So you're um, dialing so in the morning every morning for the day of or for the next day? Day of and next day. Every so it's morning. next 24 hours. Yep. Give me that dial schedule from what to what? Um. So from 8 a.m. local to 9 a.m. local, mm-hmm. right? That's my golden hour. There's never going to be an appointment there because that's the best time to catch people. Got it. Right. Now for me, that's 7 a.m. Right, because I live in Central. Got it. Makes sense. Okay, got it. Um, then you set an appointment. The appointment doesn't show up. Hey, no big deal. I'm not going to waste this time. Right. I'm going to take that time. I'm going to go set you know three, four more appointments. Right. So the by by the time you get through a day, you know, let's say half of those appointments didn't show. Right. You had six hours of additional dial time. I mean, if you didn't set some more appointments, you know, I would kind of ask what you're doing. Okay, got it. So, and how much are you typically spending on leads a week to put that um, to do that many appointments? I'd say between between two and three. It's uh, I've been I've been shifting some of my lead strategy lately, trying to what's uh, to maximize my ROI. You know, make sure I'm getting the most bang for my buck. But keeping it between two and three a week is keeping me uh, you know, healthy and and moving forward for sure. Got it. Okay, what type of leads typically are you running? Um, so right now I, uh, I'm running all, uh, BPL call-in leads, uh, through the CRM. Okay. Right. So, um, just running those, they're averaging, you know, when they come in about 25 a piece, um, depending on, you know, how many golds, how many silvers I get, um, just making sure I can take those every day, um, push them forward, call and book them out, right. The fresher they are, um, you know, the fresher it is for the client. Right. So they're going to remember doing that yesterday. Um, a little bit easier to book, you know, kind of make some of the dialing a little bit easier as well. Got it. Do man. I mean, sounds like your system is, is well oiled. Um, you're starting to recruit some. Talk to us a little about what you got going on on that side. So the recruiting, I have, uh, I have one recruiter 
right that uh, that we hired and then my wife you know she's gracious enough to uh, to help recruiting so it, it doubles our efforts there um you know we've got a couple of different strategies that we're going through um you know we've gotten people off of wise hire um some cooper leads facebook we've got a, a new hire off of instagram at this point um just really trying to be out there in every avenue um especially on the social media side uh, to be honest mark it's just about helping people Right. Right. It seems like there's a foundational lack of support in the industry overall because of the hierarchy and and the way that you can run the business should you choose. Mm -hmm. Right. So I find a lot of agents on social media who are just looking for a mentor, looking for somebody to help them out, looking for a community. When you show up and provide that, I mean, they'll drop, you know, percentage on comp to to go and be a part of a community. It actually supports them. No doubt. And you're realizing that now. Absolutely. What efforts do you think from now to convention you're going to put while selling into building? Um, that's a good question. So part of my build strategy is honestly just maximizing on exactly what I just told you. So in addition to my run days, I do five hours of live training every Sunday for new agents. Um, so, you know, again, that's kind of why I'm tired, right? <laughs> uh, I'm building something, man. But, you know, pouring that into people, right? They're learning, they're growing. And we're talking about warm markets. We're talking about, you know, how um, overrides work, how all of that kind of stuff works. And just the, the ability for a convention to really catapult you to the next level, mm. right? Last year, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it to convention. Um, I decided pretty much last minute, hey, I'm going. I'm going to make it there, yeah. you know, come, uh, you know, hell or high water, right? If, I don't know if I can say that on here. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that's what I did. And it, it just gives you so much inspiration and, and such a big boost to know that there's so many other people out there who have similar stories um, who are killing it, you know? And if I can get other people, right, if I can get some new hires to bring one or two friends, you know, even if they just want to go listen to A-Rod, right, or, or Damon John mm. or, you know, Jocko, right, even if they're coming just for that, I mean, the atmosphere is electric. Let's be honest about that, right? It's like, That's you know, great. pumping house music every morning <laughs> before the presentation starts. You, you can't help but get pumped up. No doubt. <laughs> Yeah, man, very strong. So, yeah, we're just stuff. trying to get as many people on there. Yeah, that's the and that's the method. Get it, let get get everyone to convention and let convention do its job. You know, which is get people excited, fired up, and and driven to accomplish goals. So, listen, man, I appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you for all you're doing out there, helping families and supporting your family. It's a, it's always a blessing to see, and you know, it's an honor to get you on here and see what you're doing, crushing it with the work ethic and the tenacity and the desire to see people win. So thank you for uh, Tri-State Trending with your boy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Mark. I appreciate the opportunity to be here. Antonio Valencia, my man. God bless you, brother. Let's keep making it happen. And uh, keep listening, guys. Appreciate you. Thank you.